This is Amanda Marie here. Yes, I'm back. Glad to be back with everybody here today. And today I am joined by Brianna, Imania, Mario, Gerald, Nicole, and Angel. And it is a beautiful Thursday, May 28th. Let's hope the rain doesn't ruin another beautiful day because all we've been seeing lately is torrential rains, thunderstorms, lightning, and all sorts of crazy things. Even though we're out of a global pandemic and a lot of other crazy things are happening right now. But before everything we have planned for today's show and all the interesting and the, the topics we have lined up for today's show, we're going to get into our a little brief COVID rundown. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some things that happened this past Memorial Day weekend. I know it, it happened a few days ago, but still feel that this is relevant to what's going on right now as we're seeing a lot of states, of course, beginning to reopen. We've seen the reopening of many states and places starting to get back to normal, rolling out into phase one, phase two. We're starting to see a, a bit of see after all the craziness that we've been through the past few months. But to kick things off, our COVID-19 rundown, our global case number is currently at 5.69 million with 356,000 deaths. There's also a reported total of 2.35 million recovered coronavirus patients. And in the U.S., closer to home, we're seeing there are 1.74 million confirmed cases in the United States with a total of 102,000. So we passed that 100,000 mark. We're also seeing recovered 372,000 coronavirus patients here in the United States. Also in the United States, we did see how this past weekend was Memorial Day weekend again. And, you know, this is a weekend where people love to go out to the beaches. You know, we're all from Miami. We know what that's about. The beaches get packed. People are having a great time at the beach this week, uh, this past weekend. But, of course, due to the pandemic, most beaches are closed. Pools are closed. And there was not really a lot of action. There was not a lot, to, a lot of places to go. There weren't many beaches open, especially not here in Florida, to go and celebrate Memorial Day weekend. But one state that definitely did not let any of these restrictions restrict them from celebrating and just having a great time on this uh this extra day off due to memorial day uh, missouri they definitely partied hard this past weekend videos and images surfaced thanks to snapchat snap map so snapchat is a, a chismoso they tell you everything that you need to know you can track people's location you can it'll tell you when you screenshot someone's post but here we go somewhere Something else Snapchat's useful for is that it definitely snitched on a whole lot of people in Missouri as they were partying, clearly not practicing any sort of social distancing at the Lake of Ozarks. It looked like just another day, another summer day at a pool, at a beach, hanging out in a pre-corona world. You know, this you you go back to summer 2019 where you're hanging out at a pool with a bunch of your friends or you're going to the beach on a hot Sunday and you leave the place completely packed with people. And that's exactly what Missouri was doing. And they were having a great time at the Lake of Ozarks. And they also experienced, you know, a few other situations this past weekend. They did open up some, you know, hairdressers and barbershops and at least 140 customers of two hairstylists in Missouri who did test positive, perhaps may be at risk of contracting the coronavirus now because they did open these places up. And here we go again, the constant debate as to whether we're opening up too quick or not, if people are trying to jump back to this normal too quickly. And of course, a sacrifice that we all need to make now as we're trying to return to this normalcy is at any point when you go out, you have to wear a mask. So we know here in Florida, it's required for us to go out, wear a mask, make sure you have a mask whenever you go out because you can't go into any stores without a mask. So on behalf of Missouri, is this some sort of like reckless behavior where they just partied hard at the Lake of Ozarks, no matter what's going on right now? 
I personally think that this was very reckless. I mean, we kind of understand where we're, you know, at at this point, and we kind of know where, where, where we want to try and succeed and, you know, lower numbers and do all this thing. So I think that, you know, having so many people and having all this, you know, interaction in this type of situation was a very reckless move because we're trying to see the decline in something and we're, and we don't, we, we want to keep the plateau as much of a plateau as possible until we can possibly have it decline further. And the fact that they've done this, I think is kind of, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just reckless. That's all there really is to it. That's stand it to be. Missouri, what's the move? Like, are you okay? I mean, we see that here because wasn't there like a block party in Florida Memorial Day weekend too? Like, we see yeah, a lot Dina of people. Florida, I, believe it was. I mean, I. Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, obviously, I. I have high energy. I mean, you pull up to my house and I'm like, yo, let's party. Like, let's eat, let's dance. But we're not in times to be doing this. Like, we need to grow up. And uh, the fact that us, how old am I? A 17-year-old is, sorry, I forget sometimes. The fact that a 17-year-old is trying to tell adults that they need to be mature that they need to open their eyes and understand the situation and not go out and expose themselves and the people they love to the coronavirus or any illness that would it be, it doesn't matter if it's the coronavirus, it doesn't matter if it were the Spanish, Spanish, English? No. It doesn't matter if it were the Spanish flu all over again. We need to understand that these are precautions we need to take. That was very reckless and very irresponsible of them to do. I mean, get turned, okay, do what you want to do. I get turned here in my house. It's just me, my sister, my parents, and my grandparents. We still get turned. We dance, we eat food, whatever. But you do it in between your own circles. Like, that's not... Mm, I don't want to say that's not the move because that sounds... That sounds really informal, but that's just, it's not the move. Like, it is really not. Like, people need to understand that they need to take steps before they can open up and get back to normalcy. Yeah, I mean, I think this is just, like, really reckless on them. Like, there's still, you know, a bunch of experts, you know, saying that we shouldn't go out at all, and yet there's people going against us. And, I mean, yeah, we need to get out at some point, but still, with the second wave coming on, you know, it, it's still way too, you know, early to do any of this because, well, I mean... It's all of the when all of the experts are saying that hey we should still you know stay where we're at in a lockdown and just for a little while longer I mean if we could get this if we could survive a second wave and hopefully there will be no third wave I mean I think we would come back better and stronger because you know we don't have to worry about that second wave but now Missouri is just you know opening everything up pretty recklessly I'm just, I mean that's what I think about it. Yeah, I've also and noticed. And it's honestly not even them just 
it's not even honestly just them opening things up because there are restaurants and businesses that are unable to open but it's just these people in Missouri are pretty much saying you know what I don't care about the restrictions I don't care about what's going on right now I'm just going to go to the Lake of Ozarks I'm going to go party have a great time and forget the restrictions I don't really care what's happening with the restrictions and we saw in other places across the country there was riots and there was demonstrations of people complaining that they didn't want to stay indoors any longer but if we're given the opportunity to go outdoors now and be be able to go to stores and things are starting to open up little by little just put a mask on and just forget about it it bothering you but for like it's the safety of other people other people are much more susceptible to contracting the coronavirus than say someone do it for other people yeah and i've realized that people have just like completely like been forgetting quarantine completely they were just like oh um like i they completely like this past weekend i saw a bunch of people just constantly going to the beach going everywhere going now and i was just like i don't know if that's the best move because i'm gonna be honest with you guys we're still in the middle of the like the whole pandemic uh, we are trying to get like better we are getting a little bit better but if you guys just constantly just like take advantage of this little like a uh, little i want to i want to say a little break from the coronavirus uh, that we're having i would say just like a little um how would you say a little little pause that we're having so that people can actually like like more restaurants can open and for businesses to come back up if you guys just take advantage of that and all of that we're just going to go back to square one and it's going to be even worse and no one wants that. I kind of understand a little bit why people partied hard, but there's a limit to of how much you should party. First of all, we still going through all this together. We're still in a pandemic, even though we're opening things little by little. I don't understand why people weren't taking the necessary precautions for their own health, I don't get that. Like, I don't, I don't understand how can someone be so reckless. Like, I don't understand. I think I we keep repeating the same thing, but people still don't understand. And it's incredible how younger people who are generally accused of being reckless and thus behaving reckless. If anything, we've done a great job of staying at home and making sure that we're not only keeping ourselves safe, but keeping those around us safe because we could be carriers. And we've talked about that a lot here on the youth, but definitely people just think that because things are starting to open up little by little, we can just hop back into the way we were before. But clearly there are certain restrictions and guidelines that we need to follow. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in our next segment in which we're seeing amusement parks beginning to prepare for the reopening of these parks, which we know tracked a lot of attention and a lot of people, not just from the state of Florida, the state of California, wherever these amusement parks are at, but people from all around the country and all around the globe travel to these amusement parks. So we'll see what they're doing to ensure that proper guidelines are being followed. But we'll talk about that next year on the Youth Slam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. (sighs) Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. 
Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of like course. Well, you can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them and I thank them so much and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Hey, this is Tiki Barber. You're listening to Slam Radio. Slam Radio Series XM, Channel 145. In our last segment, we talked about all the crazy things that were going on in the Zephyr this past week, and the Lake of Ozarks was just as packed as a regular summer day. But in this next segment, we're going to talk about something, a big deal as a part of these states reopening, especially here in Florida, as we have a, a, a handful of these parks here, amusement parks. This experience is clearly going to change and shift a whole lot due to the coronavirus pandemic. And of course, there are certain restrictions, some guidelines that people and guests must follow when they do attend these parks. But of course, the prices are still just as expensive as they were before. And this is a much limited experience that many of these individuals will be going to in the case that they do want to return to these parks. So we're seeing Universal Parks beginning to plan to open in the 
early early on in June, we're seeing Disney World Park set to open on July 11th. That's Magic and Animal Kingdom. And of course, we have on July 15th, Epcot and Hollywood Studios. But Universal has released all their different restrictions and guidelines that must be followed in the case that you are at these parks during this whole reopening phase. And who knows how long these restrictions will last. But some of them do include, of course, wearing face masks at all times. No matter where you are, you have to wear a face mask. Temperature checks when you do enter these parks. And when it comes to the rides, every other seat must be kept empty. The end of the single rider lane has come. You can no longer have these where you can just go quickly. You can ride and skip that and avoid that horrendous two-hour line to get on a three-minute ride. Virtual ride lines will also become a thing. You know, we saw this with that new ride at Disney World before, of course, the parks were closed, where they did virtual ride lines and virtual groups where pretty much you'd be put in these different groups and you would go at your set time and go on the ride. But now this is going to become much more popular, of course, in order to avoid people being in contact for long periods of time. And of course, you will be kept within the group of people that you are at the park with trying to consolidate and make sure that not too many other people come in contact with one another, which is pretty difficult in a pretty big park like this. We also have eating. This will definitely be a unique experience at these parks. There will be spaced out tables. Disposable menus will become a thing now. And the wipe down of tables after every single use, which means that a lot more people will have to be on top of this. Because if you've been to an amusement park before, you know that it's pretty difficult to clean up these tables because people are just waiting for you to finish eating to sit down and they can eat and it's one after another. Contactless payment is going to become very common. Lots of hand sanitizer dispensers will come into play around these parks now. So, of course, there's a lot that does come into play when these parks do plan on reopening. And there's a lot of restrictions that come into place. And these are the months where going to these parks is the most grueling because of the hot temperatures that we endure, especially here in Florida. We know the summers get extremely hot. And as it is, you go to these parks and you're drenched in sweat and you're trying to drink as much water as you can because it's hot. So now just imagine having to go through all these different restrictions at these parks. And of course, you have to wear a mask. It is required that you wear a mask at these theme parks, especially during these summer months, which again, that heat is grueling and having to wear a mask is going to be pretty difficult for a lot of guests attending. So, you know, there's a lot of conflicting reviews. There are a lot of fans of these parks that want to get back as soon as they can and they don't care what restrictions they have to go through they just want to see cinderella's castle again and they want to go on the hulk ride and all these different things but of course there are other people that they don't think paying full price for a ticket and having to go through this very restricted experience now is really worth all the hassle so and i mean i know how i feel about this we've talked about theme parks here especially the disney world experience and how much it's changed over the years it's not the same thing as it used to be you know, now with all these restrictions, how much more difficult and how much more of a hassle will it be for these trips and these amusement parks to be open? And of course, they have to open up as soon as they can because they've experienced such a long period of time without any guests attending these amusement parks. I mean, right now to go to an amusement park, I mean, first of all, it's summer in Florida. Like, I don't know if you've been to an amusement park during Florida during summer in Florida, but it is absolute like torture. Like it's so hot. And especially now, since you need to wear a mask, that is just going to absolutely, you know, be treacherous on your face. Like I cannot imagine walking through that. And then 
I don't know if all the rides are open or not. The, that's like a big thing. Like if I can go on all the rides, I mean, yeah, it might be worth it, especially with, you know, the virtual like lines that I don't have to, you know, stand in line all day. But like the fact that it's full price, I mean, Disney and Universal could have really, you know, done something, you know, good and like actually made the prices lower because it's not the same experience that you're getting when you go to it normally. Like, I mean, like make it like $50 cheaper, like make it a hundred bucks. People might actually go to these parks because right now I don't think anybody's going to go now that it's full price. I'm going to say though, I think that when it comes to this, it's, it's, it's a different experience because obviously it's going to be much different. Even I think that they should, they should have changed the price personally, but the whole experience is going to change because now, you know, normally in Disney, you might have an hour, two hour wait for a certain ride. What is that going to be? Four hours long, five hour, five hour long ride. And even then, like some rides still go that long, even when it was at its fullest capacity and people were, you know, moving as quickly as they could. And it was still five hours long. How long are those rides going to be? And how long are all these things going to really, you know, take? And I personally find this to be really bothersome because I don't really like amusement parks like this all too much. And I think the fact that they're kind of trying to, I understand the reason why they're doing this and I get why they're trying to do it. But I know for a fact that there's some like crazy Disney fanatics who won't care, who are just going to spend all their money on this. And it's really like, I don't understand that point of view at all. Like I want somebody to explain it to me because personally, I don't understand the benefit in this. You're losing money. You're wasting time. You're endangering yourself. And here in Florida, it's hot. It's always hot, but it gets hotter, especially in these months. And you have so many people, even even if it is at its limited capacity, there's still so many people that go to, to Disney and, and, and to Universal. So like for, there's just too many people. It gets packed, it gets hot. And there's just so much traffic that, I mean, it kind of would get unbearable. And I don't see the real need as a person, as a customer to go and. I absolutely agree with Nicole. I don't see the point on paying so much money to be in the heat and wearing a mask. I'm sorry, I have experience on painting and especially with heat. Imagine with the mask on that you could get a heat stroke very quickly because you sweat with that on and it's it's troublesome. Plus you're paying a lot of money to practically wait in line the whole almost the whole entire time. I don't see the point on it. Like I'll get, I've been to Disney in December and it's freezing and it's more worth it when it's cold than it is hot. I would understand more if it's cold, but it, it's still exposing yourself to a lot of people in a like, even though it's a big area, it's just a lot of people. And I know for a fact, there's gonna be a lot of people wanting to go because there are people that love Disney. I understand I love Disney too, but it's not worth it, at least not to me. It really isn't worth it. You're paying full price for something that, let's be honest here, you're probably not going to be able, not going to even be able to ride some rides. So also you're going to be waiting in very, very hot, like weather with mask on. As my sister said, you're probably going to faint. You probably are. And it's, you're, you do sweat in those masks. I'm sorry, you're endangering your kids. 
it's not it's just not worth it man really not worth it uh i agree with all of you guys i really do feel like it's not worth it and i mean that's me like i'm saying this me out of everybody is saying this um i wouldn't go to disney even if you dragged me out of my house and told me you were gonna pay for me i wouldn't go I think it's incredibly irresponsible because even if it is limited capacity, there still are a lot of people. And even though it is a big space, you're going to see, unless they wipe down like every ride after a ride, which I know they're not going to do, I think that would be like the extreme safety precaution, but they're not going to do that. And I understand where they're opening, of course, I mean, with the economy and all, and just like, the price in general they're not making a lot of money but i feel like if you're gonna do this experience which isn't even gonna be worth the amount of money at least split the money in half i don't know you make a great point it's nearly impossible to wipe down all the rides whether it's a the little boats on say splat mountain or the entire car at, at big thunder mountain the space the hulk roller coaster she she even Take into account Bush Gardens that you know they have these rides and these roller coasters that can fit so many people in one small cart at a time. You're basically packed like a sardine in some of these rides and keeping them clean at all times is definitely going to be extremely difficult. But again, just keep in mind, first of all, a big part of these experiences, parents and people spend the money so that their younger kids, their little siblings, so the little ones can enjoy these experiences, especially in places like Disney World, they pay for these experiences and the little kids are the ones that get the most out of it because it's basically feeding their dreams. And now with all these restrictions, it may be a lot more difficult for them to enjoy this experience, especially because they have to wear the mask, because they have to go through all these different checkpoints and all these different restrictions in order to try and enjoy some sort of a semblance of normalcy in these parks. But we'll see how this works out. We saw Disney Springs open up just last week and some restaurants are open, some stores are open, some are not. And they've been doing a pretty good job at keeping a clear flow of where people come in, come out, temperature checks and all that. But when we come back here on the youth, we're going to move away from the coronavirus talk and we're going to touch upon a subject that we've seen spark a lot of debate and a lot of conversation across the nation. You're listening to the youth here on Sam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. You can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. 
This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities. He's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. And my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them and I thank them so much and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. This is Saquon Barkley, and you got to listen to Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth Slam Radio Series XM Channel One Forty Five. Our last two segments, we've been talking about the coronavirus and how we're seeing people in Missouri go crazy and just partying hard this Memorial weekend, even though we're living in the middle of a global pandemic. We also saw how Disney World and Universal, they're preparing to open up with tons of restrictions. And one of them does include wearing a mask. And we know as Floridians that the heat can be extremely grueling in the summer months, especially. And wearing a mask may affect a lot of people and their experience at these parks, even when they have to pay loads of money to get some sort of a semblance of what this experience used to be like. But we are moving away from this topic. We're getting into something a little bit more serious. Uh, we usually stray away from these topics here on the youth because we do like to keep things lighthearted and keep things as fun and joyous as we can. We are the youth. But again, we are the youth and we do have a voice. We do have our own opinions on specific topics. And this is one that has sparked a lot of conversation, a lot of debate. And this is the current situation, which we saw the incident go down with George Floyd. The hashtag has begin, begun to trend, which is hashtag justice for George Floyd. And if you haven't heard the story yet, the Minneapolis Police Department, four officers confronted 
Mr. George Floyd, and he was suspected of committing some sort of fraud. And, you know, they confronted him in his car. He did cooperate with the police. And eventually things got very violent. They escalated. And we saw a police officer from the Minneapolis Police Department keep his knee on George Floyd's neck for a total of seven minutes, which eventually resulted in him losing the ability to breathe. His body did shut down and he died in the hospital, which he was transported to moments after this entire incident unfolded. The entire incident was filmed on video and it's become, it went viral. This is how we were initially introduced to this story, social media platforms. We're seeing people go crazy pretty much at this entire situation. You know, just last week, we heard the entire story of Ahmed Arbery and what happened back in February with this story. And we just continue to see the different situations unfold. You know, we saw Amy Cooper in New York City accusing Christian Cooper of, you know, attacking her and assaulting her when he was simply asking her to make sure that she followed the restrictions, that she had a mask on, that her dog was on a leash, and she was properly practicing the guidelines that were in place for these pet owners to be in in the parks. And now we're seeing this entire situation unfold with George Floyd. Uh, since this entire situation occurred, all four police officers that were involved in this situation, they have been fired. The FBI has opened an ongoing investigation, but many people across the nation including the family of George Floyd, are demanding that these officers all be charged with murder. So clearly there is an ongoing investigation going on, but the country is going pretty crazy about these things. We're seeing demonstrations and riots, which are escalating very quickly. They're getting very violent. Uh, we're seeing them happen across a, a, across the nation, especially in Minneapolis. You know, we're seeing police officers having to spark tear gas, stun grenades. There's been buildings set on fires. Targets and other stores have been looted and broken into. So things are getting very violent. Things are getting very, things are escalating. We're also seeing celebrities are speaking out and they're speaking out very strongly. You know, we saw John Boyega, which we know him as the friendly Finn in the Star Wars, in the last Star Wars uh, trilogy. He went live on Instagram and he shared his thoughts about what's going on. We're seeing others sharing petitions on their social medias. They're sharing phone numbers to the district attorneys in Minneapolis to pretty much blow up their phones and make sure that they're, everybody's voice is being heard and that everybody's coming together to ensure that there is justice served for George Floyd. Um, we're even seeing people on news networks, Don Lemon on CNN, he had his own take on the entire situation that unfolded and a big headline that came out of this entire seven minute video was there are two major crises in this country tonight, which is COVID-19 and racism 20 is what he stated. And of course, we're seeing a huge a widespread upset at this entire situation, but we are the youth and we do have a, dis a different perspective on things at times that others may not agree with us, may not see eye to eye with us, but I did want to get everybody's perspective and insight at this entire situation. And just, it's, it's flabbergasting to say the least to see things like this continue to occur in our country. Yeah, it's definitely something that uh, should not be happening. It's, all of this that is happening it's just it isn't right anymore we need to stop this stop the violence the riots are also going out of control it's it's going becoming something that a lot of people are getting hurt which shouldn't be happening right now it's 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 something that people need to understand that yes we can riot you know for for the sake of um the men who what wasn't done right but at the same time you can't be looting target completely thrashing it 
that that part I don't understand why they started looting and uh, thrashing Target completely. That's the only part I really don't understand. I mean, how how I feel about this? I mean, there should I, there's not supposed to be full scale riots, but peaceful protests. I think those are fine because how else is action going to get done? You can't just sit on the sidelines and let another one of you know these events happen. But you know, I personally find it to be so. Um upsetting and frustrating because I when I was watching this video I mean I spoke about this earlier today it's it just it really bothered me so much because it's it's the fact being that it goes beyond anything else that you see in the video it goes by the fact that you know people people that's all it is it's humans like there's no real reason to act this way there's no real reason to find hate and nothing to to hate on like everybody in in, in themselves there, there there is no reason why this escalated the way it did and there's no reason this man lost his life because of some ignorance that people have against anybody and personally i find this to be again upsetting and really it it just it, it's like one of those it's not even i can't even really voice it correctly because it's something that when personally for me when we get into this topic and we get into this debate because i've seen the videos and i've seen how this is how, how it ends and i've seen how it all you know the pleads and everything like that it's it's truly it kind of turns your stomach a little bit because you're like how can you just be on this person who's begging you and you still find like nothing wrong with what's happening. And personally, I think what's, you know, the outcomes of the riots that have, that have stirred up from this is kind of reckless because I understand the need for the riot. I completely get it. I understand why people are doing it. But I think right now in the time that we're in, and I think how it's kind of escalating is getting really dangerous for more than just one. It's just getting dangerous at an ex it's getting extra dangerous at this point because of everything that's, that's kind of coming into play with it. And you said, you know, in the video, it's, it is stomach churning and not a little bit, it's extremely stomach churning. You see this police officer with his knee on George Floyd's neck for seven minutes straight as he pleads, please, I can't breathe. He said it a total of 15 times. He pleads for his mom, who may I add is his late mother. She did pass away. And he starts saying, you know, I can't feel my stomach i can't feel my insides i can't breathe because his body was shutting down in that moment and it is extremely stomach turning to watch something like this unfold before your eyes because as we know you know we saw the entire situation with Ahmed at arbury where he was his life was taken from him in a situation like this and we've seen time and time again situations like this happen but in a situation like this where there was nothing that this man was really doing he wasn't doing anything wrong he was sitting in his car he was suspected of committing some sort of fraud. He cooperated with the police the entire time. He was not disrespectful. And apparently there is new footage showing that this police officer grabbed him from his car and dragged him all the way to where he was at and then proceeded to put his knee on his neck. So, you know, this, it's just one thing after another that continues to come out and it continues to enrage the entire nation as we're seeing people continuing to get upset. And, you know, like Gerald said and Mario said, we're seeing these demonstrations unfold 
before our eyes and these demonstrations are getting violent. And this isn't the way that the message isn't going to be spread. This isn't the way that the message that they're trying to spread is going to get across because then it's just, oh, you know, they're being violent. Let's completely disregard their message. It has to be peaceful. But it's just so much anger in people of continually seeing these situations unfold and seeing all of this happen that it's just anger built up. And this is why we're seeing these demonstrations as violent as they are right now. Yeah, I mean, it's what a cold heart that police officer has. I mean, he was completely cooperating the whole time. He wasn't committing a violent act. He was just writing bad checks. And this cop seems like the type of cop that was a bully to everybody. He looked to stop you for whatever. I mean, listen, I'm, I know I'm making preconceived notions here, but judging from this video, I could tell that he's that kind of cop, and that's just sad. And also his peers, I mean... I think he was the bully because, you know, a lot of cops, they are bullies, unfortunate, and they bully other, you know, people within their station. And I think that's what he was because other cops, they almost seemed scared to intervene in this, you know, mess that was going on. And I just, we, I'm glad there's like less cops and not all cops are like that. You know, it's just, it really, you know, just saddens me that there are cops like that, though. I mean, I know a lot of cops, and I'm glad to say I know none of them like that, but, I mean, just what a cold heart that man has. I mean, I'm glad he's off the streets patrolling. When I saw the video, I could not believe what I was watching. I got very upset about it because that man was not even resisting. He wasn't showing no signs of resisting. He has stated that he was not able to breathe. I don't, like, I understand why people are protesting because, yes, there needs to be justice served because a man's, an innocent man's life was taken very early. But there is a line that you shouldn't cross. And a lot of people are crossing that line. They're turning it into, instead of a, like, a peaceful protest into a riot that shouldn't be happening and and i understand that justice does need to be served but the right way in all honesty the, the way that i view it because it's not only is it an act of racism it's also dehumanizing to see that we're doing this to our our own civilians, it's happening to our own civilians. This country that is so proudly spoken about and is so much, it's very hyped up, this land of freedom, and yet the way those who are supposed to protect us treat its own civilians, it's, it's, it's racist, it's dehumanizing, it's hypocritical towards what the whole morality of being American stands for. And on top of that, it's something that it has a, a sense of utter disgust because you wouldn't imagine that this country that speaks so well of itself and is so well known would do such horrendous acts towards its own people. It happens, and not only to Black Americans, it happens to Hispanics and it happens to other kinds of immigrants. So. It's such a dehumanizing and saddening thing to see what the law enforcement has been doing to its own people. 
and that doesn't mean that ev everyone in law enforcement does it, but those that do take that action of going against black people, it's not a pretty sight. And it's not something new that we've seen. It's something that we've seen happening for many, many years. You know, disregarding also, like, not to, well, we consider early American history, it's happened there, but we consider the past few years, it's also happened. It's happened in California, it's happened in Texas, Atlanta, New York, it's happened all around the, the country. And it's just a very saddening thing to see that this happens to the very people who live in this country. To be honest, I'm, I'm very disappointed. Like, I'm disappointed to see such maltreatment in a nation built on equality and justice. I know what I'm about to say may seem controversial, but I just want to say my piece. I'm not against the protests, but I am against violence. I think protesters are using their voice just like us. We refuse to be silenced. We refuse to live in a world with evil. We refuse to see this inequality. We refuse to see this abuse of power and we refuse to see another life taken away. That's not okay. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Yay! Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two nigga Manuela Pola too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't, you I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on two nigga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua nigga Manuela Pola? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuela Pola. Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuela Pola. Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuela Pola. Tongue of Iloa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor.
Slam Radio is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Hey, this is Tiki Barber. You're listening to Slam Radio. gentle giant was said to be defiant but he wore his handcuffs without making a single fuss four men took floyd's life away we need to understand that this world needs to see a change we're back here on the youth sam radio series xm channel 145 and our last segment we started the conversation about the entire situation that we saw unfold with george floyd in Minneapolis with the police officers and the police officer that kept his knee on his neck for seven minutes straight, with, which resulted in him losing his life. You know, we were all discussing how we felt about that. And we will continue that on until the end of today's show. But clearly, I mean, this has affected the nation. It's shaken the nation. We've seen situations like this unfold before, but this one specifically, where just like Idania said, he cooperated with the police officers. He had no fuss. He was just cooperating with these police officers to ensure that nothing like this happened. And we clearly saw how quickly the situation escalated, resulting in the tragic ending that unfolded. And it's just, again, it's, it's, a, it's incredible to see that things like this are still happening in our nation. And it's, it was definitely tough to watch. Yeah, for sure. I could not finish the video because of how sad it was. I mean, it just, I, I almost felt like crying for, you know, somebody I've never even met before because that is such an injustice that I just couldn't get through it. And it's just, there needs to be justice for this man. Those four police officers should be arrested and tried and persecuted. I completely feel, there was a part of me when I watched the video that was, you know, obviously I was brokenhearted because I couldn't believe what was really happening and how it was unfolding in in the way that it was but another part of me was kind of detached to it because of how numb i was to seeing stuff like this happening and that's something that i think is truly a tragic thing and it, it's something that reflects to society today that i think really needs to change i mean we've seen stuff like this in the past from even when i was much younger i mean i'm, I'm only a young teenager but i i i've seen it since i was in elementary school and I think that's what really has made more of an impact to the fact of how this is carried on, how it still hasn't stopped. To be quite honest, I, to some extent, I feel, I want to say guilty. I feel bad because I think 
two days ago, two, three days ago, when the my mom first saw the news on the TV, she told me, I was doing homework, she was like, did you see about the guy that the police had his knee on his neck, and I was like, and I, like, I didn't, I didn't look into it, I was just like, wow, like, it, it happens again, like, we see this so much, kind of like how Nicole said, like, we're kind of numbed to it, and that's the saddest part. I mean, obviously, I was enraged inside. I I didn't think it was a race thing because she didn't tell me that the man was black and the officer was of another race. Like, she didn't tell me that. She just said the officer, the officer put his knee up to this man's neck, even though he had handcuffs and he abided by everything they said and ended up killing the man. Like, I didn't think it was a race thing. I just figured oh, police brutality, like, it was, it was quick for my mind, I didn't really think much into it, and then I went on social media, and I started seeing the posts, and I started reading more and more into it, because I don't really like watching the news, because, especially not with my mom, because my mom is so easily convinced by, like, everything, so I just wanted to make sure I had all the facts and all the details before forming my own opinion and then that's when I landed on the opinion that this shouldn't have been done and that if the family wants to try these people that they can be tried they should be tried because that's what we're built on we're built on this idea of justice and that every man has a right to trial so if his family is if his family believes that they should be tried then I hope to see their butts in trial. Yeah, of course. I mean, we do have the FBI with an ongoing investigation right now. And like Inania said, you know, there in situations like this, there's always a lot of false information that does tend to spread. And we've seen a lot of fake pictures spread about these police officers. So again, you want to be properly informed and you want to know what's actually going on. And it's it's another thing you need to watch out for in, in situations like this and just in general is making sure that you have the proper information and you know what's actually going on and you understand what's actually happening because again people take a situation like this where there's so much negativity and a lot of people angry at the situation at hand and at that police officer specifically and they do try to spread false information so keep yourself properly informed but definitely these four police officers need to be tried for their actions what happened with George Floyd is not acceptable whatsoever. We've seen time and time again situations like this happen, and there's always question for argument and there's always question for debate, but this is one that there should be no debate whatsoever. He did not do anything wrong. He was sitting in his car and he was not committing fraud, but we have neared the end of our show. Yes, Nicole, I heard that. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for another spectacular show here on The Youth. Um, we did hit a very hard topic today, and we will continue to talk about this here on The Youth as developments occur and we see some sort of justice come for George Floyd because justice needs to be served. And again, thank you guys for another wonderful show here on The Youth. It's glad to be back here on The Youth. Um, you know, I've been missing for a few days, but I'm glad to be back and I'm glad to continue to be with you guys, even though I'm technically graduated. Same thing with Bree, but again, thank you to you guys. Thank you to everybody for tuning in today. And before we go, of course, thank you to all our doctors and our nurses and everybody fighting COVID-19 on the front line. Justice for George Floyd. You have been listening to the youth here on Slime Radio, Series 6M, Channel 145.